This is exactly right. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weinecker. You're whoever you are. You're doing your thing. Uh, I hope you're having a nice day. I feel like this episode should be dedicated to someone. Uh, let's dedicate this episode to anyone named anyone named Christopher. This episode goes out to you. If, you're, if your name is Christopher, I'm talking mostly to you. And if your name isn't Christopher, I'm also talking to you, but largely to the Christophers of the world. Go out and uh, enjoy this podcast, and enjoy this one in particular, because we have someone on this podcast, this episode, her name isn't Christopher, her name is Arden Marine, and I'm so honestly just thrilled to have her. We're sitting here on the Zoom. Arden, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that I'm here on Christopher Thursday. <laughs> It's a I was special hoping, day. I, I was hoping it was, I, I didn't want to put in a request. I didn't want to look high maintenance, but it is. <laughs> Hello, Christopher. I'm so glad you were born. Hello, you sweet Chris or Chrissies or Christophs. Christy. Uh, Christo. <laughs> Christo. You know, I grew Christo, up with somebody, Christo, I, knew, I knew a Christopher, his parents called him Critter, which I don't oh. know that that's... I don't where know did that you grow up? I agree where with did, that. Where did you grow up? Where did you grow up? Uh, in Utah. Great. I love yeah. it. Oh, there, I feel like a Topher. A Topher. Topher, right. We could get a nice Topher. We've got, yeah, you Topher know, Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Topher Are there other Topher's? He actually had it legally set that there could be no more Topher. He was the last. <laughs> he is, until he passes, he could be the only remain, last remaining firstborn Topher. If you try to name your child Topher, Topher he, Grace's lawyers will... Yes. Destroy your baby. Cease and distress. Where is Topher Grace? He was, and I, and by the way, I'm not saying that like I'm nailing it. So I'm, this guy is probably much richer than me. I'm hiding from the black hole sun in a garage right now. So <laughs> I'm saying this is not me going, well, but I remember he was very cute. He was. And there was, and there, there was that movie that was actually really fun. Was Topher Grace in that movie that had like that house party? Was there like a house party situation? Mm. It wasn't a great movie what? but i love any i love anything that takes place all in one night oh, like I, a day I mean, after hours i give me exactly give me an all night one night I, one after hours american graffiti oh yeah uh, I mean, I feel like even, no, 16 Candles was longer than that. But I like one big party blowout. Like, this is the, I mean, even, um, 
What was the one with Jonah Hill that he that like one, his, oh, wait, super that bad, super bad, super bad. And he wait was Jonah Hill also in the movie where it was the end of the world and it was a party at night? Yes, yes, it was all one. Give me one. I love everything that takes place in one and like things go awry. People trying to get to the party. Some people of are at course. the party. Like that's to me and just chef's, the, chef's kiss of a chef's kiss of a just a fantasy fun. <laughs> the mystery and the magic of. After eleven o'clock, let's see what's happening at two. Four. Are you an Are you a night owl? I'm not. I used to be, and more Mm. recently, I've made this drastic shift where I'm going to bed at like eleven o'clock and waking up at six thirty, sometimes six a.m. I don't know what's happened to my body. I want to ask you a question because, as a natural night owl, right? What has happened to you is my dream. Because I feel that I would. Do you feel more optimistic? Do you feel less anxious and depressed? You don't. You were no. like, what happened to my nighttime hours? Where did my where did the fun me go? Yeah, where did the time where I got to just listen to music and play video games or fool around go? That yes. now, well, I mean, now, I mean, I do have early morning reading hours, but I, I guess I've just become a total square. I think that's it feels what's adult. Happening. It's adult. It feels very adult. Yeah, I suppose because the the nighttime hours there is something about like the witchy hour when everybody else is asleep, right? And there's like the fun of like puddling around. I don't care what stresses you've had in the day. Once in a while, the boogeyman comes. But we're talking (laughs) on a night when the boogeyman hasn't come, where you're just exactly playing records, like just do it. Like sometimes I would play dress up, just trying every outfit in my closet. You know why wouldn't I? You know maybe I'll go. Maybe I will go watch part of a night the part all night party movie. Like there's something (laughs) about that piddly paddly. Maybe I'll make a craft and give up on it, and I'll wake up to it like a table of glitter. Just, but like it's nothing. It's not. It's more nonsense. There's right. nonsense. There's, and so, I feel there's like, no pressure there. You. There's no you, pressure. I mean, it's truly a blank canvas that otherwise you'd be dreaming. So why not? You bring the dream into your reality. What was your? When did this time? When did it shift for you? I mean the. I mean the only thing I'm going to say is that it kind of lines up when I first began in earnest exercising in my life. So in the last right. like year and a half. And right. it's um I think morning the, time? Morning uh, exercise. I, would, I actually can't exercise in the morning. I get so nauseous. Yeah. Um so I, it would be like late afternoon, early evening I would exercise. And then you'd be I'd be exhausted. I'd eat, right. you know, some bland food because I would be still kind I mean exercise in general makes me nauseous. Yeah. I've thrown up from exercise. The oh, first yeah. time I started I remember when I first the first pilot I booked, I booked, I, you know, I was like the silly lady, you know, but I still was like, I'm going to get in shape. And I hired a trainer who was very nice, but was the wrong, it was just like, it was as if I was training to go to some like bodybuilding competition. It was just so not, I was just trying to like, just do a couple sit-ups. And I remember the first time I worked out with him, I ran and threw up. And then he made me keep working out. And oh, that's, no. Yeah, it was not the right. I didn't pick right. That I didn't feel last like vomiting long. is the end of the workout regardless. Right? Doesn't that give you a free pass? Right. If you get, if you, that you're, you've made it out. So you won. You won. <laughs> your body has has done everything it possibly can. Yeah, your body's like, what is happening? No. What is this trainer doing to you? I, I feel like he was, t- I feel that he was making me lift weights in a way that was, much more he was really had higher hopes for my uh weightlifting career than i certainly i mean truly 
I had really never done any exercise. So it was zero mm-hmm. to a hundred and it was <laughs> way too heavy. I'm not a large gal. It was sure. just, I just kind of wanted to like get slightly, I don't know. It was, <laughs> I just thought I'm going to be on TV. I should try. I don't know. Like, and then I quickly, it didn't last very long with him. This sounds a little bit like when I, fr- I mean, I was going to a, uh, a small gym in Silver Lake, which is yes. run by a husband and wife duo. They're wonderful. Dirk and Chanel. Yes. But they you have a half an hour and they just absolutely torture you and then you leave and almost every time i'm dry heaving just the absolute i'd go and sit on the curb and dry heave and then pull myself together and drive home i feel like i'm going to say the wrong thing because i am not a medical professional nor am i actually that interested like i'm i'm kind of freaked out even by medical programs so i'm not even that well but isn't there some kind of like acid that's it's like lactic acid or something when your muscles are secreting something oh no that you're not i think there's some like when you're getting a lot of like muscular burn and not it's something that i don't know your body know. is I just look, releasing acid into itself or something I, feel, I don't know your body's releasing something and i know i remember like there would be so i started doing like group pilates i was like okay i'll do an exercise where i can lie down you know right. so but i didn't want to pay for pilates like because it's too expensive but then they started having these classes that you could go for like you know 15 or 20 bucks and use the group thing sure and so guys would come do it and when they would get to the legs women i guess have stronger legs okay. and when we would do the legs some of the guys the new guys would run and throw up and they would always say there's something that their body is releasing oh no yeah which is vomit and fear and like th- this is unnatural. Well, I, well, it's comforting to know that other people are feeling that. My and, brother threw up exercising too. Uh, I say I have a question. So, are you still exercising, or and that's why you still have this body clock? Um, I am still exercising at home. Great, so, me too. You know, like all of us are, but you know, yeah. it's a, it's not nearly as intense, and <laughs> no. it's um, I'm like I also on my phone the whole time, right? And I'm not paying any money, and uh, have no one to be responsible to. So you know, yes. a little bit of the agony goes away on mm-hmm. some level, but you know, I'm doing what I can do. Yeah, sure. I'm, I mean, that's, that's the thing. I feel in 2020, it's like a fine line between letting myself off the hook, but also being, but I also know there's the practical side of me that's like, if I really throw in the towel, it takes me too long to climb out of the hole. Like I can't let it go so far that I can't quickly get it back together. You sure, know what I mean? Right. So I'm just trying to maintain, which is why I'm wearing jeans today. I wear jeans once a week to make sure I can still zip oh, them. Oh, congrats. <laughs> Huge congratulations. <laughs> wow, that's so great. Yeah. I wear jeans. When, I put them on once a week because I realized <laughs> I wasn't like, I just, I didn't want to have like, whenever they let us out in 2021, whenever the cattle gates get opened up and they're like, have at it world. I didn't want to like stumble out of my mole hole and be like, wait, what? you know, I, I just wanted my nails to be messed up and my hair to not be great. But like, I wanted to at least be able to kind of fit in my pants. Well, so that's when, to, I mean, start 2021 with having to buy a whole new wardrobe. No, all I of mean, it. I mean, that could just level you financially. Oh, I, I truly. I mean, let's be real. We all wear like, this is my Zoom shirt. We all have like three <laughs> outfits. It goes basically Zoom shirt. And this is my good Zoom shirt. It's a so great got, shirt. It's kind of a, what it, do we call this? A sailor stripe? It's like a fun 
sailor stripe, yeah. like a square neck. It's sort of like a French girl sailor stripe. Yeah, you could easily transition to gondola or yes, something I, right after I this. I could have a job in a gondola. So this, yes, I've got, this is my like, this is my like black tie Zoom shirt <laughs> that I have my B tier casual Zoom shirt. This is like my Zoom tuxedo. <laughs> then I have sort of my like casual Zoom and I will wear this about 15 times before I dry clean it. It gets about 15. <laughs> I think 15 and, is fine. I, I mean, especially yeah. in our current, in, you know, what are you yeah. doing in it? You're wandering no, around nothing. the house. Nothing. I'm just paddling to my bedroom. And then I, and then I go right to like, ooh, like the most undateable, like at home sweatpants and pajama sets, <laughs> like just like, just like saw really plush socks. It's, oh, you I know, it's I love a plush sock. And so it's, you know, we really don't need, if I did have to buy a new wardrobe, it would really be three tops is all I would need. <laughs> <laughs> but this looks like, you know, I'm th th this top I'm going to guess is an 80 to 100 dollar top. This was I think a sixty dollar top. Okay, I think oh, this I'm getting was better from, at this. Thank you so much. This is from and other stories. Okay. I think this was like fifty nine bucks. Okay, fifty nine bucks. Okay, yeah, out of my range. I'm very cheap with shirts, but I'm at I least it. like I could win a Prices Right with this. Well, it's like a sweater. So if it oh, had been okay. a t shirt, I would not have spent six fifty nine bucks. But the fact that it's kind of like a cotton sweater, right. and it was like in the sweater department. Mm -hmm. If this had been on the shirt rack, I wouldn't have bought it. $60 shirt, but I would buy a $60 sweater. Right. I bought, I, uh, bought a, a nice sweater for the first time a couple of years ago. I bought it at like a, uh, you know, uh, exchange store or whatever. Yeah. Like but Crossroads or Crossroads. Whatever. Right. Right. Great. Or like Buffalo exchange. Yes. I bought it. It looked wonderful. And then I had, you know, like the sitcom shrink of it happening <gasps> where it ended up being basically a baby shirt, but then I learned mean, you can stretch them back out. How? Well, don't ask me now, but in my panic, I Googled it and there's like, you got essentially get it wet and warm and you can stretch it back out. But okay. So that's why if, I will say if there's something I love and I'm also cheap and I get cheap clothes, but I've learned if I love it, I dry clean it. Even if, it, if I'm spending even more than I spend on the actual item of clothing, because I have found I will shrink everything right. or it like will just be. So if I really, if it's something like this that I was like, this is my Zoom shirt. I have one stand up dress. It's from Forever 21. <laughs> I think I spent $15 on it. Uh, that's what I wear when I do stand up. And sure. I have spent so hundreds of dollars dry cleaning this dress. <laughs> but it's like, I've learned to like that. Like you don't need a ton of stuff, but like to treat it right. The ones that are your favorites, right. if it's, to just, if it's gonna, if it has a possibility of shrinking and you love it, dry clean it. Well, I don't know if this is, you're, you know, as a smaller person, you might be able to relate to this on some level. Most of my clothing items, I'm happy for them to shrink up a bit in the wash. Like yes. my jeans, I'm like, let's, you know, because the moment after I've worn them, they're too big for me again. Yes, yes. But, you know, with a sweater, this sort of thing, you've got to be a little bit more careful. But I'm True happy story. to throw everything else in hot water. Oh, yes. Shrink it me up for me. Let's get oh. this back on my tiny body and well, fitting. And my proportions are, I'm a, I'm a small gal with a torso. I'm a five foot four person with the torso of a seven foot eight man. Your torso I am is all, six feet long. My torso is six feet long. I'm built like a corgi dog. I'm all corgi. <laughs> so if I could just boil the legs of my pit, my inseam oh, is. Oh, sure. It's a tough 
tough and seem. <laughs> it's, it's so that's like it's trying to like dry, like dry and shrink the pro, like just the legs. If I could right. just shrink the legs. Uh, now you're saying you told me you're in a garage, but what I'm yeah. looking into right now is one of is easily the most pleasant looking garage I've ever seen. The oh wallpaper looks like as elephants or something on oh it. Oh my god! Can I tell you how happy this makes me? So Bridger, I love design, and I'm also I love a makeover. <laughs> just like in the same way that I play dress up in the wee hours, I love a glow up. <laughs> This was a disgusting garage. I could probably find what? a photo and, really? and put it in our chat. There, this was a disgusting garage. And um, I, so that's actually fabric. So this is upholstered. What? Um, underneath is soundproofing. And I put fabric over it. Okay. So it, so it looks, but if you wait, I don't want to mess up our recording, but let's see. Wait, look. This garage see, is incredible. Wait, look. Oh, it's that looks so soft and bouncy. She's right? pushing on the wall and it's like yes. pressing in. Yes. And then I painted the floor white, just like the cement. I just painted the cement white and I painted the ceiling. This that's all from IKEA. Like I just made it I made it a magical like my room, my office. It's like my podcast studio slash office and like oh I put God. French doors in it and it didn't cost much, you know, like uh you know, it really this was I can park my car on the street and um yeah, of course. I mean, so we've this, got this beautiful yeah. bouncing room essentially. Yeah, I've got a bounce house. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you find the strength? I you, I, I, I just I can't do it. I love it. I love it. I, I you know, for me, I think when I've always liked to make things. And okay. so when, when, you know, I'm thankful that I've been able to make a career. Like I loved performing. Right. I loved writing. I loved, you know, making people laugh. And so being able to do that for a career, being an actor and comedian, whatever, like I, so then I'm like, well, then what's my hobby? Like that used to be my hobby. Sure. So then, so I like design and making things and, and I like it on like a budget. Like it doesn't, I like sort of the puzzle. I would love to go on like, uh, some kind of a design show where they're like, here's a challenge. You get 30 bucks. You get this <laughs> white, you know, here's the white cube. Here's $30 mm -hmm. and a glue gun. Like I like the challenge of the constraints of, you know, this fabric was super cheap. I, it was like really expensive fabric. Like it was really bougie fabric that sure. I found on like a, um, it's John Robeshaw, but they, they, there was like a discount. It was like leftover, oh, you know, okay. so, and everything else is Ikea. Why can't my hobby be improving my life? I, <laughs> this is no, a, I just the moved into a house and it's exhausting. I mean, I feel like it's going to break me. They're like picking anything. I will if it makes you feel better, the actual process of making it look like this almost killed me. So just oh, so you know, know, the actual process, it was overwhelming. The amount of decisions was overwhelming. And that's why even the amount of... Even if you are doing it on the cheap, even if you are doing like I did a lot of world market with the coupons, right. I did Wayfair, I did Overstock, I Target, like it all adds up. Of so course. you're like, you know, it's a lot of um, it, it's just like overwhelming. And it, you're like, am I ever going to have money? Like, <laughs> you know, it's just frightening. But I just felt like to me, you know, if you have to paint the wall a color, 
you may as well just, you're probably going to do it once. So you may as well like really think it out and come right. up with a plan in advance and you may as well make it kind of magic. See, I'm just deeply indecisive. And then like in my oh. new place, there are like two shelves in the kitchen that are entirely just for display. Something that I never expected to have to think about. Yes. So what do you put on a, sh- what does someone put on a shelf that isn't garbage? Okay. Is it, are they open floating shelves? Yes. Okay, here's what you do. You go to like CB2 or even Ikea. Okay. You get simple. I'll send you, know what? I'll send you some links. Of, I'll send we you some pictures. We might have to talk about this off of the podcast. I'll send you some pictures. And if you actually like, so my house was actually featured in the LA Times last week. They did a full spread. What? We photographed it in January. But, so I designed in con, this is my first house. It's just a little tiny house. It's like, and I designed and contracted the whole thing. What? And yeah. And so, but I'll, but so I'll send you, I'll tell you what you, I'll just send you a picture of what I did with mine. And it's very like, you can literally go to like world market, join their program. They do like 40% off a lot. <laughs> this and, is the world uh, market part podcast. This is the world market podcast. Guys, I'm not sponsored by that, but they actually like, yeah, they sell the same stuff a lot like anthropology sells, but it's a lot cheaper. Right. Uh, you know what occurred to me recently is, uh, I, I think Pier One walked. So yes. world market could run. Yes, it's you know, you know what? Pier One back in the day, they had some good vases. They had like they yes, that's exact. They were like here's some potpourri, here's some dried <laughs> flowers, here's some outdoor mats. We're tired. We're gonna give up. We're going to go fully out of business. We're gonna go out of business, and world market is like. Do you want to be kind of earthy and like look like you've traveled the world, but not leave Encino? <laughs> and they also, I, I buy my cocoa at World Market. I, you, again, I you, want to be very clear to listeners: this is not a paid promotion for World Market. No, no, it was truly. I, let me be real with you. Until I bought my first house, and my it was the budget was tight, and I was like. All right, like I need some like I never really did. I've never thought I would spend as much time in World Market as I did, but <laughs> they you can get snacks, you can get yeah, and they join the program. I mean, truly, I would get like I would wait, I would get forty percent off, but that's like so, that's they great. throw throw pillows and like candies from Germany and right. like Japanese teas, and you can get a couch and an umbrella, like. <laughs> And it's not, and it's not that expensive, and it's all it pretty affordable. cool. Yeah, you've got to don't like talk to me through. about throw pillows. I I don't even know what to do in that situation. The whole <laughs> I've got a couch yeah. that I just is going to kill me. I went to. I was also overwhelmed, and I went to World Market, and I just stood there on one of their big weird day beds, and I, <laughs> I just, I there was so many to pick from, and I just built the visual. I watched what other people were doing, and I kind of built the pile there, and I just brought it home. But they're so much cheaper than somebody else, and they look kind of like a bougie Silver Lake right. boutique. I mean, yeah. if they fall apart, who cares? It's who um... cares. Who cares? You're they're right. like $19. Who cares? Yeah. I, I, like yeah. in, when, in two years when they've fallen apart, you're probably going to want a different type of pillow anyway. You're yeah. going to be a different person. I'm you're going to literally be a company. You're going to be a pilot by then. Right. Arden, yeah. I mean, speaking of your house, I mean, yeah. this is something I didn't 
I wasn't planning to talk about on the podcast. It wasn't something I even wanted to get into, but I feel like you brought up the house and we might as well just, uh, we, let's talk about it. So a few weeks ago, we, you know, we decided you were going to be on this show and you and I had some email exchanges and you, uh, kind of casually dropped, uh, uh, the the idea of me coming by your house and uh, you said maybe come to my driveway. Yeah, there's going to be something there for you. And yes. I thought, okay, I don't, I've I've never actually met Arden. I don't. Yeah. I've never been to her house. We're you didn't know what. You didn't know what good or a bad thing was waiting. You didn't know right. what. It could have been anything. I mean, all I knew at the time was you were going to come on my podcast called. Yeah. I said no gifts. No, I so, know. And I wanted to be respectful of that. Right. And so I, you know, I put on my mask. I yeah. came over to your house, which is so charming, by the way, from the exterior. Uh, yeah. Very uh, a nice, just green, gardeny, wonderful little space. I'm, I'm, I have my sunglasses, my mask on. Suddenly, uh, as a stranger, just kind of uh, trespassing on your property, I wandering around your driveway. Who knows what your neighbors are thinking? I yeah. don't know what to expect. And then I stumble upon two truly beautifully wrapped boxes. I'm Both, so sorry. I know uh, you said no gifts. To me. Yeah. So I, I know. I know. I should have listened. I know. I wish Shia LaBeouf had just been waiting for you as an art project. I wish <laughs> that it was like that you came and I'd gotten Shia LaBeouf and he was just waiting behind a desk in my driveway. <laughs> Just, you know, with a mask and a Speedo and that's it. And <laughs> like, just to chat, just to do like that. I wish that, I know, I tried to get Shia, but I didn't know him. And right. and I felt like if I'd gotten Shia, it wouldn't have technically been a gift. It would have just been like an experience, you know, like, <laughs> which, which is, is also a, a gift, gift, which is a great gift. But but you couldn't accuse me of disrespecting your your ask. And so right. and I then also both we both have Shia in our lives. And I don't know that anyone wants that. I, I mean, who it would be say? Too, it would be too much. And so I know that you said no gifts. I'm really sorry. I just felt I just I saw these things. <laughs> and I just I felt that I just wanted to give you a little something. Okay. I, appreciate I appreciate yeah. the gesture. Sure. On the other hand, feel deeply disrespected. That's I'm fine. really sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, we're now in this spot where, I mean, do you want me to open them now? Yes. I mean, I, do you mind? I mean, if you want to take them back, you can. Look, I, I mean, I, I feel like my back is now just against the wall. Okay, I, there's okay. probably footage of me going in your driveway. Who knows what you'll do with that? Oh, Should I've I? been watching that. That footage has been on loop for <laughs> weeks. Weeks. Okay, well, I mean, I, that's I, my new that's my new acting reel. Um, I think that this is the most uh, beautifully wrapped gift oh on God. this podcast so far. So let's just get. Oh my into God! It. Thank you. Uh, I All right, so there's a blue and a purple gift. Okay, so the blue gift is the the purple gift is really the more of the gift gift, but okay. the blue gift is something that's meaningful to me. That but it will feel. I didn't want you to think that I thought I knew that it wasn't enough of a gift. Okay. <laughs> So, so the blue gift is more like I wanted to share something with you, but I didn't expect to get credit for, even though I'm not supposed to give you a gift. So you can start with the blue and then end with the finale. Okay, let's start with the blue. Let me get it here. Great. The, you'll end with the purple. Okay, this is a beautiful blue box. It's yes. Some or I mean the 
complimentary orange stickers on it. It's yes. a little bit of everything. It's so, got like an IHOP color palette. Yeah, it kind of does. It's a tasteful IHOP. It's a tasteful IHOP. Or back in the day, a Howard Johnson's. Oh, I, I never got to go to a Howard Johnson's. What a shame. You know, they had very wonderful, terrible spaghetti called, oh. for kids called Mr. Twist. And it wasn't very good, but it was so good. I just, you know. I, Mr. Twist? A, Mr. Twist. And it was like, because he would twist up the spaghetti, oh. you know. <laughs> with Mr. Twist. Okay, I'm opening this. I'm I mean, you know, the the gift wrapping on this podcast really ran runs the gamut and sometimes it's essentially not wrapped. So my Ooh. arms uh are not that strong. So we're but, but now you, you, this goes with your, this goes with your last 18 months of like, right. we're also giving the gift of a workout. This. You're a bit in training. This is it. This <laughs> toe for grace and Shia LaBeouf <laughs> are going to come out. This is, you're going to nationals right now. This is it. Okay. We're opening it up. We're yes. Opening it. Yes. Is it okay if I rip the box? Rip it, honey. You better <laughs> rip it. I'll be mad if you don't. This is absurd. The... The beauty of this. Okay, there's a, a a card. Should I open the card first? Open the card. Okay, let's open this up. It actually might be thoughtful. I'm not. I can't remember. Oh my god! What? Oh, that's me. That's, that's you? me. That's me. This that's is me. A, I mean, we'll we'll post the picture to Instagram. I look like Barb from it. Stranger Things. That was my audition headshot for the original Barb from Stranger Things. This is a phenomenal photo. When was this taken? Uh, sixth grade. This Isn't is, she a looker? I think oh, I was 12. Look at I her. I love her. Look I at her. her little oh my God. Thank you. That's, the, that's who you're talking to. So I'm a natural ginge. I'm a natural ginge really? too. Really? Oh, and the yeah, uh, yes. collar, the braces. I mean, the, the pop, whole package. The pop collar. She knows she looks good. <laughs> she knows. I love the confidence of she's got a pop collar. She's got a terrible haircut. <laughs> she knows she Nailed the outfit I, that year. I feel like sixth grade you looks older than you do now. You know what? I will, your accept, mom. I will accept. My mom is so mad at you in that card right now. That's <laughs> me. I will accept that compliment. Um, this is dear Bridger. I know you said no gifts, but I hope uh, I hope these goodies make all of your hopes and dreams come true. I'm including an advanced copy. Oh, fantastic! Uh -huh. Of my upcoming memoir, Little Miss Compton. And this is something we need to circle back to because I have some questions. Please. Um, I I think of it. I think it's a fun read with a lot of heart. Perfect for the dumpster fire that is 2020. Can't wait <laughs> to do the pod. So now here we are on the podcast. Oh, and your parents are on the. Do you have your own personal cards? What's the deal? I I made cards for the launch of my book. This is incredible. I can't wait to share this photo on uh, the Instagram Thank because people need to see. I mean, I'm showing I you. Mean, I don't know why I'm showing you. No, but I love looking, I'm looking never, at yourself. I am never tired of looking at that photo. It's so funny when people, because sometimes when I do my podcast live, we when, when sometimes when people are like, no, no, I was an ugly duckling. And then you see them and they were fucking stunning. Oh, and then we were like, okay, so yeah. But, but I love when I post the photo and people are like, holy hell. Like, <laughs> wow like you were not exaggerate like it was it was you know it w i was not the coolest kid in school <laughs> i mean kind of at this point i'm i'm gonna say you you kind of do look cool here i mean obviously I, in the period I it was probably fun. was not I, the look 
It was fun, but I mean, I wasn't like my milkshake wasn't bringing all the boys to the yard. How's right, that? Right. <laughs> now I've dropped something on the floor, so I'm ducking out of frame here. Oh, it's just a. Oh, okay, perfect. It's um, it's for the book. It's a little it's uh, for the book. It's, it's for the book. book. She's been busy making little all sorts of little. You know what? When you're launching a book in a global pandemic, <laughs> as I always dreamed that I would be, it's kind of the <laughs> ideal environment to promote yeah. anything. Oh, everybody just it's just really all dreams of a book tour. I had always hoped it would be in my garage with a black hole sun. You know, you just make the best of it. And so what did I do? I went to the internet and I was like, I'm going to make some fun little goodies to send to people so that they will not be able to, like, at least the packaging will be fun. Maybe it's it'll incredible. make them want to read it. <laughs> oh, keep All checking right. out. There's yeah, more. Let's, uh, let's, I hear like rattling. Yeah. Rattle before I open this. Yeah. I mean, this is the sound effect of, I mean, as far as this podcast goes, the most sound you're going to get. Yes. Yes. There we go. Wrapping paper. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Arden, this is, this is a <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, I'm getting a little Miss Compton uh, tote bag, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I went for the bougie high-end canvas. I didn't go for the shitty yeah, this cotton. Is not garbage. That's like a, that's like a book bag. Yes. I could simply put your book. Which is right here into yes. the bag. Yes. This is phenomenal. I can't wait to. Well, we have things to talk about with specifically uh, a Little Compton's Wikipedia page, but we'll circle back because I love that. I think you have some competition. Let's just. Uh, leave I can't that. wait. I'm ready for that. And then <laughs> what? I recreated. I recreated the photo. Is this a puzzle? It's a puzzle. You've you've gone so. I mean, this is phenomenal. Thank you so You're much. I. And, I recreated my sixth grade photo. I had braces made. What is that process? I got, I found a prosthetics person that could, they, they take a mold of your mouth. I want And, and they, I had braces made and they're like a retainer. I had upper and lower braces made. I wanted that photo to be the, first of all, I wanted the, sixth grade photo to be my book cover but they wouldn't let me and then i wanted the recreation because they wanted me on it so then i but i didn't want to be pretty lady with like a champagne glass like oops i fucked them i didn't want they always like they put you in like a sexy dress like i didn't i'm not that lady i didn't want to be like in a cute dress like so then i wanted the recreation of the sixth grade photo to be the cover and lost the battle and is this your cat or is this a prop cat or that's my cat cat mitten Look at her thumbs. Uh, oh, is she? What is that called? Polydactyl. Polydactyl. That's right. Polydactyl cats. I've never seen one in uh, in the wild before. I would love to see a shake. Oh, hands you love it. It doesn't disappoint. The thumbs because she can literally like open doors and drawers and things. That's like terrifying. she uses like a she like yeah she's smart and she like can grab can, you by the throat and she grab, you. she be like bitch you give me my I told you to give me them greenies yeah exactly <laughs> yeah for sure. For sure. Uh, did you seek out a polydactyl cat or did she come into your life? I did not seek out a polydactyl cat. She came into my life and she has not disappointed. But I will say from now on, if I get any other cats, I would for sure get another one. I mean, I don't want to criticize you, Arden. Uh, I, you know, the, the name Mittens for a cat is wonderful, but I, I feel like with a polydactyl cat, the cat should be named Gloves. Oh. I just feel like 
Yeah. You know, she's got th- this thing has fingers. You're absolutely right. You know, I she came with the name. Oh, okay. I could have switched it. I mean, it's a cat, so I'm sure she could have <laughs> sure. rolled with gloves. <laughs> she probably she you know she's kind of a bruiser, so that it's it's I could probably switch it. It's worth considering. I mean, I'm, I will put that. I will move on. Maybe it's a that. nickname. Maybe it that's a nickname, a nickname from Uncle Bridger. It, it's oh, Uncle Bridger. <laughs> Well, I'm excited for the gift gift. Okay. I mean, should we t- let's talk about the little the little content okay, Wikipedia great. page for a moment great. because I did look into this before you came on I in love my it. uh you know, my standard forty to sixty seconds of research. I love it. And I was looking up a little Compton because I was very curious. It's in Rhode Island. It's a very small town, uh yes. right there in the title, of course. But then you get on the Wikipedia page and this I've is I've never I've never been on the Wikipedia page. So this well, will be fascinating to I hear. feel like I mean there's a chance you have and you're just lying because somebody has this is the most I, editorialized intro to a town. I've let me just read a few lines I've, from this Wikipedia. Okay, page. I've never been on it. I can't wait. Okay, great. So you know you get your standard little little Compton as a coastal town in Newport County, Rhode Island, blah, 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 blah. Then you get to the next paragraph. And the first line of this paragraph is, the town clings to the past just as it clings to the coast. And then, you know, just kind of beautiful uh, descriptions of the town. And then you get to the final line of the intro to this Wikipedia page. And let's keep in mind, Wikipedia is an encyclopedia. It is not a novel. It says, sleepy, sunlit summer days bring in antique vehicle collectors out onto the roadways as if time stands still. Who, I mean, is, who is working on the Little Compton Wikipedia I have page? to tell you what, here's what's crazy. And this is what, so last year I brought to Little Compton, I brought Brian Safi, Lauren Lopkes, and Debbie Ryan. So, like, oh, you took them there? They came. We all we rented an Airbnb and we all went to Little Compton and Mike and Mike Castle, and (laughs) and they were all like, they all loved it. But it it really and I try to capture in the book. It's like it really does. You feel like a time traveler. Like, looks wonderful. it, It really is, and. Like there's like a little coffee shop that's in like a barn and an apple orchard. And like, that's the coffee shop, you know? Wow, and, what a charming place. And it was founded in the 1600s. I mean, it re- there's no stoplights. There's and a town common. So we common. know witches have been killed there. Oh, there's for sure witches have been killed there. There's no four-way intersections because what? that's where they could put in colonial times, like pre, pre-America, that it, you could only put a bar or serve alcohol at a four-way intersection. Oh, so there's what a all of the intersections. So it's like, but I remember Brian, Brian had like a wham shirt with him, like a George Michael wham. Sure. And he was like, he was like, oh, can I not wear this? I was like, you don't get it. Like, nobody will care. Like, nobody will even, <laughs> it's really live and let live. Wow. Like, it's just this, it's just this otherworldly place that I happened to fly into and it really when i got out in the world when i would tell story like if i did monologues at ask mm-hmm. at ucb or whatever people are like wait what what is this town and so there's a lot of that in is there is it difficult to get to it is it's very difficult to get to i mean you have to go out of your way to get there so you, you basically would fly machine. to you use a time machine you click your heel three times <laughs> and you say apple pie um <laughs> 
You to get there from LA, you fly direct to Logan okay. uh, in Boston, or you could fly to Providence, and then from Logan, it's like an hour and a half drive. It's the it's basically like the end of the Earth. It's a peninsula. Wow. It's the last. It's like the last stop on the train, and then and get less the and population? less cell service. Three thousand people during the okay. winter, six thousand in the summer. Oh wow! They they die and uh, they die and die or eat each other. They eat each other and then they revive. Like they cut, like they go to their <laughs> sarcophagus for nine months, and then we give them a potion and we wake them up in the apple orchard. Yes, yeah. the number of undead is just exponentially growing in Little Compton. They, you know what? And everybody's cool with it. There's, and that's and that's just the jam. As long as there's a coffee shop in an apple barn, it's uh, is that you what know, you said? Apple barn is. It's like a, there's like a little barn in an apple orchard, and right, that's the coffee shop. And but it's like t- it's like the size of my little garage here like that's oh, this tiny go. barn you gotta go it's so great it's so funny if what wait what's it's just a funny it's strange place i imagine it's a strange place like so when i was growing up allegedly allegedly so we had no we had no police station allegedly the chief of police could not read at the time. And again, you know, small towns, I don't know if that, but people kept voting it back into office because there was no crime. Nobody locks their doors. And then while like it turned out to be the site of the third largest drug bust in the history of the United States. What was was the drug? It was hash was getting rolled it was like what? coming in at night on the fishing boats, like oh off of the God. coast and like rolled up into rugs that because nobody was like, because there was no crowd who would, you know. Right. And so and then the town the pol- got a percentage of the street value of the drugs. I mean, it was they got like, you know, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars what? that they had to just use on the police force. So then they got like night vision goggles and they got like an indoor firing range and they got some of the stuff that was seized from like the drug. Like, so they got like the, the yacht that the, you know, the yacht, there was like T top firebird cars that got made into cop cars. I mean, it was just crazy. It's so fun. It's just bad shit. Yeah, I feel like they really swung from like wonderful colonial Williamsburg (laughs) to like escape from New York all of a sudden, where the police are militarized and just have night vision. What's happening, Robocop? No, it does feel like Robocop, but then it's like, you know, and then there was this lady that would hang out at the general store who had no teeth and would smoke a corn cob pipe and she couldn't (laughs) drive. And so she she would have like teenage boys deliver groceries to her and she would show up nude and answer the door. You know, there was like, this is a, a land of wonders. It was just a land of wonders. And they're all in the <laughs> book. And my parents married on a dare. They met in Manhattan oh. and they married on a dare. And when they had kids, they moved to this town and into little Compton. And so it was just, so I'm talking about sort of this unusual upbringing right. where both the actual house was a little bit like wacky. Right. And then I was in this town, but I was raised by people from Manhattan. So even though I went to like the local public school, so like that, I was aware that there was a world out there, mm-hmm. but I lived here. I need to circle back to your parents marrying on a dare. <laughs> Who dared your parents? To, what? Uh, I need you to break that down. Okay. So my parents, Janet and Willie Marine, they met, they worked in New York and they were coworkers. And my dad was sort of the fun bad boy. And my mom was sort of like the innocent, like cutie pie, you know, 
I don't know who, like Kate Hudson or a Doris sure. Day. I don't know, like who who's today's <laughs> version of that? I don't know. Uh, um, I'm not going to try to guess because I I am very bad at that. I am too. But picture your average little cutie pie. Arden Marine. Arden Marine, like an Arden Marine type. So they um. So everybody got two weeks vacation and they were all out like cocktailing one New Year's. And so they were like trying to figure out how to like screw over the man. And they were like, <laughs> oh, my God, what if one of us got married? And then so my dad dared my mom. They'd never been on a date. And there was like in a group of people it was like, right. Janet, you and me, we're going to get married. We're going <laughs> to take that extra. We're going to have four weeks vacation. We're going to get the extra two weeks. I'll pay for us to go down to South America. We'll go on like a four week honeymoon. We'll have a blast. We'll come back and we'll get it annulled. So <laughs> she, they, they decided she agreed. They just looked for a Bible to swear on. They couldn't find a Bible. They found a cookbook. So they swore on this cookbook and the next day she thought about it. She had, she, she called him up the next day and called his bluff and was like, I'll do it, but I don't want to get it annulled. And then she, wow. had a, she had a date that night that she went on and like totally made out with that guy because in her <laughs> brain, it was like the last guy she might make out with. Whoa. And then that guy called later on to ask like for another date and her roommate was like, Oh, she's engaged. And the guy was pissed. But wow, anyway, that's incredible. Yeah. And then they, my grandparents never knew. I didn't know till I was like 14, right. you know, and they met him as her fiance. She had a proper wedding. Like six weeks later, she borrowed her best friend's dress named Arden. That's who I was named after. Oh, beautiful. They went to South America for a month and then they just, stayed married they got in the drug trade and started selling hats. and then they and then they got, got they did really well for a little while <laughs> and then it all got shut down wait and, but they are still married they were married my father passed away oh okay i'm sorry but they but they were they were married for 50 years i mean that's amazing what a beautiful it's, story it's so great it's so you know it it, 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 it they were an odd pair but they like they kind of you know, when it's, when it's your parents, you're like, that's just a couple. That's what a couple looks right, like. Right, so, of course. So it, it definitely, I always wondered like, huh, how did that happen? But, you know, you just accept it that that's, that's normal. That's it, your parents. It can work. Yeah. Maybe so more th people should get married on a dare. I mean, I've heard of worse things. I love your name, by the way. Oh, I've never met you. a Bridger. Yeah, is, that a, is, that, is that a shortened or is that the proper name? That's the name. I'm named after a, a mountain man named Jim Bridger. Uh, who was, I guess, you know, the fact that I haven't really looked into this that much says a lot about me, but from what I know, he was, I think he was like the first white person to discover the Great Salt Lake. I see, I see. Like the first European, he was a mountain man and- Okay, uh, okay. Uh, I'm from Salt Lake. My parents named me. They liked the name Bridger, and so here we are. I'm, your name you know, is your name feels like a character in like an Edward Gorey book or some magical oh, story wonderful. tale. Like, like it feels regal. It feels elegant. It feels <laughs> like you would have like a mustache and like a raccoon coat and like these are all the things I want. Yes. Like, I feel like, like, and then you'd be like a robber baron, like just rich, <laughs> rich, rich, you know, and like, 
just raised by 18 nannies. And then one day he found love. He found love like under the stairwell. There was like, you know, a person living under the stairwell. And they found like just, it, it, it's such a great character name. Well, I appreciate that. You know, it, it has its uh, pros and cons, but I do enjoy my name. It's just, you know, the difficulties of it, and which you probably run into well yeah. as well yeah. with a, an unconventional name. Wait, is your name, is your last name Welsh? Is it, what, where's the Swedish? It's a Swedish. Swedish. Okay. Swedish. Anytime there, a name has just a lot of letters that don't quite make sense <laughs> to me, I think, oh, this is Welsh. Let's you know what? On. It could easily, that's the right lane of the highway. I feel like there's some, <laughs> well, you know, uh, my brother and I, our full names are both mouthfuls. And it's like, what's your brother's name? His his name is Alaric, but his full name is Folke Alaric Wilhelm Marine the Third. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And his like, Alaric was like a Visigoth. They're just like all drunk Vikings. It sounds wow. fancier than it is. It's all just like drunk Viking. It's so, and then it goes back to like the 1600s town. Like I had my friend read the book who grew up in a much different kind of a household. Like her dad was from Iran. She grew up up near Sacramento. She's reading this and she's, you know, me and my brother. And she's like, I, this is like another fucking planet, man. Like (laughs) you and your brother, like, whoa, like this is just like, and like, she just could not even. She loved it, but she's like, this world is a different planet. <laughs> it truly is. I mean, I grew up at, like outside of Salt Lake City, which was like small town. I mean, you know, there are fields and this sort of thing. But what you're describing to me is a whole other universe. I can't wait to learn more about Little Compton. I would like to say one more thing. When I tour doing stand up, when it's normal times, Salt Lake City. Best looking crowds in America. Interesting. Most beautiful. Okay. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to just say one thing. Bless Utah. Bless a lot of the good things happening there. Uh, a lot of the bad things I'm not in support of. But every time I get to the airport, and I, I, I will say I know a lot of good looking people in Utah, but every time I go to the Salt Lake airport, I see a, let's just say it, a lot of ugly men. Oh, okay. I feel like, oh. Yes. Come on. Let's yes. get a decent haircut or put on a shirt that fits or take off. I mean, cargo short city. Yes, uh, cargo short. A lot of car. I'm not saying styled right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying that they've been styled right. But the gene pool, I'm like, the women, the women, I'm like, wow, this is a, they're very attractive and they, I was nervous that I would be too saucy or, you know, sassy and ready to go. Super great crowds. Very <laughs> fun. Like I have, I've done a, f- a few shows in Utah and always had a good time. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that, uh, bands have the similar experience. I think people in Utah are craving entertainment and, yes. uh, you know, something that feels a little different from the norm. So, yes. And you seem, I mean, this is a compliment. You could very well mold into... You could be a queen of Mormons. Did you grow up Mormon? Former Mormon, yeah. I mean, that's a journey. That's oh, a real it's journey. It's a whole journey. Do you still talk to your family? I do. I, uh, uh, You know, it's... Uh, I grew up Mormon and uh, my 
you know, I'm a, a homosexual. I'm a gay man, which uh, I came out much later in life. But right. it, it's a whole it, it affects right. you in a big way. I, I didn't come out till I was 30 because right. and I, but I hadn't been involved with the Mormon Church for a decade before I came out. But it just weighs heavily on you. Of course. Uh, but of I'm course. Still, yeah, my family's wonderful and they were wonderful when I came out. Very supportive. Um, you know, there's well, you just. Must have- you must have been terrified to come out. I mean, it oh, must have been horrified. Absolutely yeah, horrified. Yeah, I was ready to never speak. I mean, for them to never speak to me again, because that does happen a lot uh, in yeah. Mormon families. And fortunately, my parents are wonderful. Uh, but it is. It's a weird. Uh, it's a, just an interesting thing to go back there and uh, be out and to still have a lot of wonderful Mormon people in my life. But I obviously fully disagree with the way the Mormon yeah. church treats gay people and yes. queer people. Yeah. Um, and I, it's weird that I even feel odd saying that because it, it's a, an absolute titan of a church. It's like, I, I, I should be able to say whatever I want. I spent 30 years of my life closeted because of this thing. Right, right. No, I, I mean, you know, it's an interesting... Look, I'll tell you, writing the book and like talking... Uh, there, my mom was wonderful and my dad was tricky. And I, and there is something, I think when you grow up with some, like whatever household you fly into, whatever hand you're dealt, you sort of are brought up to sort of toe the line of whatever. And it's natural to want to fit in with your homestead like it's yes. natural to want to have your nest where is your home like where it feels like it's home on earth right. it's natural to not want to like rock the boat so that you might get shunned you will always want to have that thing to return and just the possibility or that it's comforting to have that and and i and you know it's, it was an interesting thing like work you know one of the, like, I think it's a very funny, the book is a funny, funny read, but it was also, you know, I feel like in 2020 and, and that people appreciate, you know, like, like that not everything is always like perfect for everybody. Right. And like, how do you sort of show a little bit of the man behind the curtain? Just so I think to me, I always relate, like, I appreciate when somebody shows a little bit of like, this was good. This was fun. These were the good things, but like, there was some complicated stuff too. Oh yeah, because then you're like, oh, it. I could, and you're like, oh, I, then you know, you want people to feel like they're not alone if they have some things right. were maybe not perfect, you know, yes. like, and that you can be okay even if it wasn't, even if you know somebody told you that what you're doing is wrong or who you are, like that you can still know your truth and go do your thing and be a happy adult. Even right. if it's not necessarily with what you were told. No, that's, I mean, essentially my entire goal in life is, you know, when you're told your entire childhood that if you leave this thing or if you come out of the closet or whatever, your life will be destroyed. And yeah. my whole goal is just to prove that wrong, to yeah. prove to other people who, other men, women, whoever within these things that are being told that it's going to fall apart, that it's going to be fine. Yeah, you can you can do whatever you want. You can have a full, wonderful life and be a human being. Go for it. it. It's an interesting thing too, you know. You know, I didn't I didn't grow up Mormon, but like, were you religious at all? No, my family. My dad was an atheist, and my mom was sort of. But it was sort of like that New England waspy thing of you just sort of don't talk about things, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, and so it's an interesting 
and that you kind of have to like go along to get along a little bit. And mm-hmm. that, that, you know, I, I feel like there's just so much in my life learning, Oh, like the beauty of getting older and like getting out of the house and not being a kid. Or it's like, you can start to see what is your cup of tea and what isn't your cup of tea mm-hmm. and see what makes your tail wag and go like, even just questioning, like, Oh, maybe just taking a second and going, maybe that doesn't work for me. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe it's okay if mm, I say the truth. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's okay if I feel okay in my own life. I feel like I have this other <gasps> nagging gift. I'm I haven't so even gotten sorry. Into. I gave you two gifts. I know you said no gifts, and I, I wrapped up two gifts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open it. Yeah, this is the party gift. This is be- also beautiful. It's purple and orange. And yes. I am just going to rip right into it here. I love a party. I love a birthday. I love a gift. I'm a festive gal. <laughs> oh, I will celebrate you if you let me. Is oh, I ordered this for you. This I ordered I, this for oh. you. This, my boyfriend is going to be absolutely thrilled. I am thrilled. This is the Golden Girls version of Clue. Yes! This, I had no idea that they even made this. Look at the, look at what the pieces are. And you're trying to solve, like, who ate the last piece of cheesecake? Oh, so the Golden Girls do not murder each other. I don't know. I couldn't, because I wanted to dig in, but I, but it was sealed. But if you look on the back, it has, so they have, like, handbags. It's like the lanai. You've got, like... Like what are the what are the what are the game pieces? It's a rattan chair, which you know I've been I've been looking for a rattan coffee table. Is that how you say it? Rattan or rattan? Yeah, rattan. Rattan. I've been looking for a rattan coffee table. If anyone can give me a hint on how to do that, you have. I've got I've got some tips. A can of whipped cream. Great. A feathered slipper, Sophia's purse, of course. Lipstick, and did I already say bathrobe? No. You've got six suspects. You've got the gals. You've got your four golden girls. But you also get Stan and Miles. I mean... A little gender diversity there. The two golden guys. Wow. And so, you know, I'm (laughs) hoping... It looks like it is a... um, it, you know, like who ate the cheesecake, this sort of thing. But maybe there's also murder. It, I it, hope there's a murder. I really hope that there's Sophia a murdered Blanche or something. I hope. I hope there's a murder. I would love that there be a murder. I mean, I have to tell you, I was. I really thought hard. I was like, what am I going to get, Bridger? Like, I need to. I know he said no gifts, but I feel <laughs> like look, times are tough right now, and I feel like he needs a party. Like, you, it may not be your best year ever, but you don't need to make it your worst. <laughs> so you may as well buckle down and go, all right, there's a freaking pandemic. There's black hole sun, but at least I have golden girls clue. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, This is a year. I was texting with a friend earlier who he had uh, just eaten some eaten in his car and he said it felt like a personal low. And I said, this is a year for personal lows. Oh. Take as many personal lows as you possibly can get. Oh, lower the bar, honey. Lower the <laughs> bar. I mean, if you are, if you wash your hair once every 10 days, chef's kiss like <laughs> if you make your bed once in a while you're doing sure. great just Do lower the bar steal yeah. the piece of cheesecake or yes yes yeah, 2020 it. hello bottom like that's what i say hello bottom are you a big uh, golden girls fan you know 
I am I'm not a huge fan, but when it's on, I'll watch one and sure. I'm always and it's so funny. Oh, it's, it's st- it holds up. I mean, I've I've never been like a super fan, but I've always enjoyed it and it holds up so well. I mean, it's, it, sitcoms it's, usually don't. No, it I you know, I I've always enjoyed what I've seen, but I am a big board game fan and sure. I know the archetypes of the four characters. Right, right. So, you know, uh I I would be very Excited to play that game. Yes, this is phenomenal. And it has a beautifully painted uh, image of the four golden girls on Great. it. Who knows who painted this? But the, I mean, the entire package is stunning. It has like the green leaf wallpaper. I mean, the whole thing, it has a piece of cheesecake. It was really, you know, it's so rare that you feel that you've thought of the right gift. And I felt so excited when I thought, I was like, what am I going to, what am I going to get? What am I going to (laughs) get? And then I, and I, then I thought, I, I know, I know exactly (laughs) what I'm going to get. I know. I knew. And then after I ordered it, I saw something else. I was like, ooh, I kind of wish I had that. But I found on Etsy, they make rings of friendship rings of each of the four ladies. Oh, you're kidding me. So like, but I'd already ordered the other one and I was like, ooh, would he rather? And then I thought, no, he'd probably rather have the game. I I like the game. A piece of jewelry, you know, you know, like... Is then it's, tricky. It's a, tr- it's a trinket. It's tricky. Then you have to wear like a Blanche ring, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, but maybe then I find out that I'm a huge jewelry person and just get addicted to rings. And- you can look like um, a magician who's a huge Golden Girls fan. <laughs> There's tons of like a. Ma- I don't know why. Like, I, you would need to take it magic. Oh, I, uh, my boyfriend truly is a Golden Girls super fan. Oh. And, not, and not in the like, you know, there's the way of like. That feels sort of trendy or whatever, but this is a man who's definitely dedicated to the Golden Girls, and this is going to be thrilling. I mean, look, Clue is fun anyway, so, like, and then when you throw the fun of, I don't know what, like, I don't know what they're setting up for me as the actual mission. I'm not, like, the fun of a new mission of Clue. Terrific. Phenomenal. Absolutely. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I guessed correctly. Do you watch any old reruns of anything that you, you like in particular? Oh, that's so interesting. Old reruns. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. I love... No, I, it would have to be something that's not just, like, on... I would have to, like, hunt it down, like, right. on... But I, I love. I'm never ever sad to watch an Eastbound and Down. Oh, I will course. say, but I will say once in a while, like if I'm touring or whatever, like if I turn on a Friends in the hotel room, is always funny to me. Sure, Sein, Seinfeld is generally always funny to me. Yeah, Seinfeld is always um, always funny. Um, what do you like to watch as a as a rerun? I'll tell you what. I I didn't watch it when it was on the air, but news radio kills me. <sighs> Phil oh Hartman, he's bless so that good. He was man. so I mean, good. Truly, he the funniest. So, he was so, God. I haven't seen that in a long time. It holds up. Oh, it holds up so well. I mean, Andy Dick, all things aside, is very he, funny. The man's he, a maniac. He's a maniac, but when he burst onto the scene, he really was something. Like he's something special. He's right. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the la- I actually saw him in person in L.A. Uh, a couple years ago in a hamburger restaurant with what appeared to be some sort of teen or early twenties yeah. intern, and they were Great. strategizing a social media strategy or something, and it felt unhinged. My, I remember performing a Mad TV group show and. Um, 
somehow he ended up in the audience oh, and boy. he I felt something slimy and slippery go into my hand. You never want to feel something slimy and slippery around Andy Dick. No, and I looked down and he put like a piece of like like a drumstick from Popeye's chicken. He slithered <laughs> into my hand. <laughs> It was the shape and the texture of just something you didn't want to feel slithering into your hand from behind. I felt like my hand was behind me. I didn't know Andy Dick was there. I felt this thing slithering in, and it was like a drumstick of, like, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, a surprise chicken. Yeah. Nobody wants surprise chicken. (laughs) That felt unhinged and on brand. It was both. It was both tight and loose at the same time. You can count on Andy. I feel like it's time to move on to a game. I love a game. Do you want to play... There's a game called Gift Master or a game called Gift or a Curse. Ooh, Gift or a Curse, please. All right. Uh, give me a number between one and ten. Nine. All right. I have to calculate really quickly. Um, you can promote something, recommend something, do whatever you want for the next minute or so. I'll be right back. Okay, you guys. Listen, I'm not trying to be a total hooker, but... I, I wrote a whole book and it's really hard to write a book. <laughs> and if you order it now, I've got a special gift for you. One of the things that I give to Bridger, the tote, if you order, I partnered with uh, Premier Collectibles. So if you order the book, not only do you get for the price of the book, you get a signed copy and that nice canvas tote bag that you could actually use as like a book bag, a little Miss Compton, little Miss, little Compton tote bag. If you go to Arden, Marine looks like Myron book.com. That's Arden Myron book.com. Or you are invited to our book release party slash variety show that is going to be Saturday, September 26th at 5 p.m. at Dynasty Typewriter. And any doesn't matter what time zone you're in because it's going to be online. It's going to be me and Lauren Lopkiss. She plays uh, Missy in the wrong Missy. And we're doing like some readings and stuff like that, but it's going to be a full show. We've got Rob Benedict from Supernatural. He's going to come on and tell a story. He's going to do a Katy Perry cover. We've got Brian Safi from the podcast Throwing Shade and my brother, plus surprise guests. And if you order through Dynasty Typewriter, it's $5. You can either watch live and chat with us online, or the link will be up for the entire week on YouTube. It's DynastyTypewriter.com, Saturday, September 26th, the book release party variety show, 5 Our p.m. Pacific. Wonderful, wonderful use of the promotion. You're just laser focused and you were able to get all that information just in time. Thank you. I've, this is what's going to happen. Gift or a curse, I'm going to name three things. Great. And each one you're going to tell me if it's a gift or a curse and why. I love it. Okay. And there are correct answers, so you could fall on your face in a huge way. I love it. And be shamed. So just be I love prepared. It. I love this. All right. I this first it. one is actually a suggestion from a listener named Josh. Great. Josh is asking, gift or a curse? Yeah. Scented trash bags. Curse. It is a curse. They are disgusting. You buy them because you think, oh, my trash smells bad. I've bought these. I have <laughs> bought these Febreze bags. I've bought the like fresh downy whatever. And because I, because I like, you know, I've, I've stayed in many an Airbnb for long periods of time. And I'm like, I want to be a good, you know, a good, I want to get nice recommendations. They smell so gnarly. <laughs> curse. Arden, abs- I mean, hey, what are we even talking about? Why are why are we? 
even still making these things an absolute curse anytime we're trying to disguise a bad smell it does not work it just multiplies the bad smell because now the bad smell smells like a rotting body it smells like like, a rotting body and like your grandma's like potpourri it's not it's a really heavy sort of floral but like treacly it's not good we're adding a sweetness to garbage it's a sweet garbage we don't need that give me a nice plastic smell yes disguised with chemical i don't need any scent associated with garbage okay no no bye you absolutely nailed that one so let's move on to number two which is gift or a curse silk plants Ooh, my first thought was curse, but I'm going to say a well-done silk plant in the pandemic. A well-done silk plant, I think, can cheer you up in a pandemic. I think it'll, you know, you will look at it and think it'll look cute in a Zoom background. (laughs) Um, I think when times are normal and you can, if you live somewhere where you live near a deli and you can, or go to Trader Joe's and spend not a ton of money, like $6, get yourself a nice bouquet. I think that, so I'm going to say pandemic gift, regular time curse. Arden, I I need a, a hard answer from you here. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a silk plant gal. My gut <laughs> says, my gut says curse. Oh, you're doing an incredible job here. They absolutely. I mean, the my the curse for me with a silk plant is the temptation because you know I do kill a lot of plants. Yeah. And so there's always this. You'll see them at a store, and of course it looks fine in the store because it's in the store. So there's the right. temptation to bring it home, but yeah. you know you're never going to be satisfied. It's always going to be this nagging feeling that you almost have the real thing. Yeah. But you just got. I and. I've never, I don't know that I've ever actually seen one that I was impressed by. You know, the technology. We need to increase the. Those behind me are fake and they were from like a photo shoot from my friend. Okay. And I'm aware that they're like, I know they're fake. Right. And don't you feel a little empty? I feel a little, I feel a little cheap looking. Like when you look (laughs) at that, do you think Arden likes herself and have flowers or do you think Arden has fakes? On that Ikea bookshelf. From where I'm sitting on Zoom, it looks like you have a beautiful thing. So you get to live with that empty lie. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. For a pandemic, they're good for Zoom. But you don't want too many. You got to pick one. Yeah. The moment you start getting more than one, people know immediately. People know. There's no way she's keeping these things alive. No. And every time, always the pink roses. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, Queen of England. Wow. Okay, two out of two. You've got. And a you fine- know that was hard because I almost said gift because I started with gift, but right. I ended with what my gut I'm was, glad which I is I know. No, because I know that is a curse. Obviously. Yeah, you've got to just go with the. But of course, we're learning here that you're you're okay with being dis- dishonest with yourself. Oh, I'm, I've been lying, lying to myself for years. I've been lying <laughs> to myself for years. Uh, let's get on to this final one: gift yes. or curse? Fried eggs on hamburgers. Oh, gift. I've never had one, but the thought of it made my tail wag. And I thought, <laughs> give me that. Now, it's going to be hard on the arteries. You don't want to do it every day. But like, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. Why not? Yes. Gift. Arden, I'm so sorry that you did so well on number one, number two. Both you nailed it. Oh. A fried egg on a hamburger. I know where you're coming from, and you've never had one. And I think this is where your ignorance comes from. It's an absolute curse. Are it's they a, gross? It sounded they're not good. Gross. If it, if the 
actual thing, if the dream could be lived of the ha- for egg on the hamburger, yes, it would be delicious. But it is an absolute mess. This oh. is a product where you will have egg running all over your hands. Oh, you did say, I pictured what? a tight fry. I didn't picture a loose it's, egg. You're never getting a tight fry. That's the problem. Okay. I thought it was like over well in my no. mind. I thought it was no, just no, like no. a nice fried over well. So, oh, I don't want a runny egg on my hamburger. That's disgusting. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, I have yet to find one where I get where my hands are clean while I'm eating the hamburger. But I enjoy like a bibimbap egg on top of the bibimbap and it's well, going... Because you got a fork or you have chopsticks. You're absolutely right. God, I'm so glad I came here and I learned my life. And now I know. Now I know that if now I go, know. I will never order that. Well, dirt. if you ran a diner, you know what you need to be doing and I, it probably I need would to run work. A, I need to run a diner, Bridger. But I guess the general curse is, I mean, yes, you do. The curse is that we have this possibility, yet it's, as far as I know, unattainable. I you can't, can't have a I, decent egg on a hamburger. I can't believe I got so close to being your golden guest. I know. Three for three. You would have won $100,000. I needed that so badly. Who's going to pay for all these Ikea chairs? Yeah, who's going to be selling your house? I've got to sell my house. Somebody, oh, please just buy my book because I need I need that. I spent all this <laughs> money on this damn book. Because I spent all this money on these fucking totes and these puzzles. Come she on, bro. She just lost 100 grand. I just lost 100 grand. I need it. Just Venmo me. Venmo me. <laughs> I send you a Venmo request. <laughs> a Venmo request to America. I used to send Debbie Ryan, uh, who was the star of Insatiable. I used yes. to send her for fun Venmo request for seventeen thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that small hope that the person will go for it, or will accidentally like hit the wrong button. I would right. send her, and then and then there was a, so I sent her one. It made me laugh so hard. I sent her this Venmo request, and then she ignored it. And then I made our co-star text her and be like, "Why won't you give artists seventeen thousand dollars?" <laughs> <laughs> and so then, so then she had to go, like, I'm not giving you $17,000. Yeah. I feel bad that she didn't do I, I feel She like really I, should have. I think she wrote the foreword for my book because she felt bad that she didn't bend right. on the $17,000. And that's probably $1. worth at least $10,000. At least it worth $10,000 for sure. For yeah. sure. I think at some point Elon Musk's Venmo information was out. And I do, I, I think I did request money from him. Elon, if you're listening, Grimes, if you're listening, yes. uh, uh, oh. one of you reach out to me. And and baby, complete baby the nine Venmo request. Yes. Baby nine. What is their baby's name again? Baby X. Baby X Reach out to me. Venmo me the money. The family won't miss it. They're not going to miss it. They're not even going to know. They're not even going to no, know. Of course not. I mean, for I a love lot that of they're reasons. together. That's such a wild card. Like Grimes has uh, lost a lot of my respect. Grimes, I love your music. I love you, but it's this fa- guy's whole- got to go. This guy, he's, 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 yeah, he's a journey. He is a journey. He is a journey. We're he's moving on to the final thing. Our listeners need help, Arden. Yeah, This please. is called I Said No Questions. People are right. writing into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. They're asking for help giving gifts in their lives. So let Great. me read this to you real quick. I love this. Bridger and wonderful mystery guests. And Arden is a wonderful mystery guest. I'm looking for an idea for uh, an anniversary gift for my wife. Uh, We're sticking to traditional anniversary gifts, which means this year's is fruit or flowers, which is the fourth anniversary. Uh, They want to do something out of the box. So it could be flower or fruit adjacent. I don't want to buy an edible arrangement. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do not do the edible arrangement. Right. Oh, and she enjoys watching old episodes of The Simpsons 
over-researching everything, home projects, and makeup and skincare. What do you recommend? That's from Jesse in Chicago. Oh, okay. I would then I would go the makeup and skincare route. Okay. I I would look up. I would go for like flowers and fruits. Some beautiful. There's a company named Sugar that makes really lovely lotions and bubble baths. It smells Ooh. really good. There's stuff smell. Like, there's nothing in this store. There's nothing they make that smells bad. Okay, and, so you probably have something that's fruit or flower yeah, adjacent. Yeah, I feel like they have like passion flower and like mango things and lemon. I like their lemon lotion, but like maybe a nice big beautiful gift basket like of sort of like a spa package thing, right. like lotions and bubble baths and things like that. And then you could get her like a, you know, you can't go wrong with like peonies or oh, lily. Lovely. I lo- yeah, like a nice pretty flower. And then not like silk. A, a, not silk, but I do like, and then, I mean, I don't know where they live. Chicago. Oh, I was just so then that's it's colder there. I was gonna say you could like plant like a fruit tree or something, but I like the idea of like a nice spa day. Look at look up fresh. They make nice fruity okay, things. That sounds lovely. Yeah, get like you get like a whole basket. I mean, I was going. I mean, the edible arrangement. I totally understand. But if she likes the Simpsons, I'm now picturing. You know, you get a melon, you get a stack of blueberries. We're making a Marge Simpson sculpture. Yes. To enjoy. That's oh, I fruit. love that. You can do uh, a Mr. Burns made only of dates. Right, and then it kind of gets to just rot in your kitchen, and yeah. Yes. There's the regret. There's the maybe this is uh, the end of the marriage, but uh, it's worth considering. It's worth considering. It's worth for a gift. It's worth the end of the marriage for sure. Don't be selfish. Yeah, and then I mean the next question is weirdly, and I didn't plan this. This is from Sarah in Memphis. She's asking for a fourth anniversary as well, fruit and flowers, and the husband. uh, likes, can, uh, she says he's a typical straight man. He wears a suit to work every day, owns a lot of tools, and drinks bourbon on the rocks. Well, well everyone's having a fourth anniversary. I don't understand what's and happening. And the fruit and flowers. Do they make like a fruit infused tequila? Like, is there something there that's like, like you go to like the Los, like the 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 one that the the Clooney's tequila? Do they make <laughs> some like citrus infused tequila? Like a boot, like a cool whiskey infused with like a bourbon infused with some right, fruit? That could be something, or you just get the tequila and a you buy him a margarita maker or something. Yeah, and, that sounds uh, fun. And the fruit that would be required. Because let me tell you what, this dude is going to be like fruit and flowers, like. He doesn't care, you know. He does so, not care at all. He, he's really not going to be like, oh, you said fruit and flowers. This is my fruit and flowers. So, like, I, this is not a guy that's been, like, waiting his whole life to get his fruit and flowers gift. <laughs> so I, think I don't know you, that anyone is. I, I, I'm just I, I'm, learning that this is even a thing. So. I'm shocked. I'm also learning that this is a thing, and I can't believe... Four years in, you're already at fruit and flowers. Like that's right. That's really. I feel like we're just giving up. I mean, that should be like a 38th anniversary. Yeah, fruit and flowers. Okay, here's an apple or yeah, here's here's an apple. Here's an old banana. Like yeah, I think I think fruit and flowers feels feels like you have a mortgage. You know what I mean? It feels like all right. We know you spent your money. It's like the ruby anniversary, the gold, the leather. You're like okay, now we know you probably have a kid. You might be under water on your mortgage here's an apple 
<laughs> right. Four years in and you're giving me like a peach. I'm I'm exiting the picture. I, I, I don't want anything to do with that. I would never give you a peach on our fourth anniversary picture. Never. <laughs> I love a peach, but fourth I love a peach happening. too. I love a stone fruit. I love oh, a stone please. fruit. It's just, I love a stone fruit. So small for a stone fruit. I Why agree can't with we you. expand that so we can have a wonderful stone fruit all year long? I know. I feel like it's starting to close. I oh, feel like course. it's now peaches are starting to leave. It's starting to only be nectarines and soon bye bye stone fruit. By the time you realize but it's hello, stone Honeycrisp. Honey I hello. never had a Honeycrisp. Oh, People hello. rave about them, but I don't I don't believe the hype. They're as good as they say. They are <laughs> sour and sweet. They're <sighs> the perfect apple. They're crisp. If you go to Trader Joe's, they're the size of a basketball. <laughs> they oh, Wait, it's a little too early. Go in like three mm-hmm. weeks. Okay. Go in like three weeks and go get yourself a Honeycrisp. I'm I mean, a Granny Smith man. I like a sour apple. You'll like the Honeycrisp has a bite. Okay, that's why it's too sweet. Not for me. No, I don't want. I don't want a Fuji. It's too sweet. I don't want a Gala. We're bordering on another type of fruit at that point. You're gonna like a Honeycrisp. (laughs) You're gonna like it. You're gonna be mad at yourself. You're gonna be like, "This goes against the rules I made for myself." I now like a red apple. I'm ready to expand my horizons in the I Apple, love this for you, Apple Bridger. Territory. I feel so happy for you. Well, I feel happy for these two people that we've helped in, in an enormous way. They, and all the Christophers and all the Christophers. All the Christophers out there, we're talking to you. And I hope you've enjoyed yourself here yeah. as much as I have with Arden because I've had a wonderful time. Just It's been a delight. I feel better than I have felt in 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, this is the end of I Said No Gifts. And as you know, when the podcast ends, you move on with your life. You do your next thing. So I hope that you, Christopher, and anyone not named Christopher goes out and has a lovely day because I really love you and Arden loves you. I do. Take care. Bye-bye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's engineered by Earth Angel Stephen Ray Morris. The theme song is by Miracle Worker Amy Mann. Uh, You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at I Said No Gifts. And if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life, email me at isaidnogifts at gmail.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're at it? I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is present enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare to survive